0: On tonight's episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha, we will catch up with the Potomac Housewives and exactly why are Fitty Cent and Oprah having beef. Thanks for joining us, and this is the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Do we have any show announcements?
1: Uh, just happy holidays.
0: That was like the whitest thing in the world to say. I swear you have a bucket over there of silly things that white people say, and you just pick and grab little things. You just like happy holidays.
1: Well, isn't it nice?
0: You know what? I'll tell you what. Happy holidays. This is what I'm going to do for any of our single female viewers. If you are single this Christmas and you need a white guy to take home with you, one who is educated, has a job, has his own vehicle. He has his own place. He's not staying with his mama nim, his cousin nim, his sister nim, none of that. For just twenty nine ninety nine per day, I will let you have Producer James and take him to Christmas dinner with you. Yep. Yes? Okay. I put the price up. Last year, it was like a $1.99. Yeah. So I so... think we're getting better. He's worth a little bit more. He lost a little weight. He's looking a little trim in the way, so you know we're gonna bump his price up a little bit.
1: Well, I'm glad you priced me right about what a uh, street blowjob is. I appreciate that.
0: They're actually just a little bit more. Now I mean, That's during a holiday month. Blow drops cost a little bit more. That's yeah. not
1: what you told me when I came to collect.
0: Anyway, so <clears throat> we want to say congratulations to Rebecca Melton, who was the winner of our baking contest that we had last week here at the boutique for our sugar-wasted girls' night out. So the winner of this contest, I don't know how you describe that cheesecake. I mean, it was, I don't even know what flavor it was.
1: I found out it is a uh, pecan caramel hair. Really? Yeah.
0: And what does she make that crust out of? Uh, The ashes of men. Yeah. Because it's so, 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 so good. I think there's baby tears in that uh, cream because it's so good. She won the baking contest. And I've never felt like a cheesecake that was so heavy. That cheesecake, that weighed like 30 pounds. It's heavy as hell. It was really heavy as hell. And because of that cheesecake, I'm more heavy as hell than I was last week. (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca, for that.
1: Well, it's funny. Every time she brings one, she literally like fills it where it's 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 literally it's about to like over. come over. Yes, yeah, it's, yes. it's overflowing the uh, aluminum.
0: So we we what did you call it?
1: It's overflowing the aluminum.
0: Okay, I thought you said aluminum. No. Every now and then he makes fun of the way my mom says things, so then he can no longer say the word correctly. For example, I thought he was making fun of her with aluminum. Cause she says what? Luminum? Luminum. Luminum. Yeah.
1: Two syllables. Yes. Lume, num.
0: Yes. It took him two years to gather the ability to be able to say ridiculous correctly because he made fun of my mom. I think we talked about this too so much because she says I, I can't even say it that wrong. How do you
1: She says ridiculous?
0: Yeah, so basically a Harry Potter spell is how she said ridiculous. But he made fun of this poor old black woman for so long. He couldn't even say it right himself it took how long it took you a while you have to go to speech therapy it's to about, learn how to do it again yeah was about three months <laughs> three months in speech therapy yep i'm just kidding he did not go to speech therapy so um anywho we want to give a shout out to oreo special treats tonight please go follow them on Facebook Um, later on in our last segment. I'm going to tell you why your dog will keep thanking you for these delicious treats that are not only good, but they are super, super, super healthy. Let's just say sushi's in a better mood. And I, I mean, that's just, I don't know.
1: That's priceless.
0: That really, I mean, yeah. For him to just not be an asshole to James. I, I don't know. What would you actually pay? If you could pay any amount of money for sushi to stop chasing you down when you get home, stop barking at you when you get home, or if you move, or if you look at me, or, you know, bite you every night before you get in a bit.
1: I think I'd probably pay about half of everything I have, because that's what it would cost in the divorce (laughs) after I stomped on him in front of you.
0: What, I mean, you just asked me what it would cost. Remember earlier in the show when I said you have a bowl with things that white people say, and you just pick. That was one of them. You said something about killing a dog. Black mm. people don't kill dogs, just unless dog. you know it's like you know Michael a fighting ring or yeah, exactly. something like that. It's a car <laughs> battery
1: attached to their nuts or something. White
0: like people, y'all boil animals on the stove. Fatal attraction, getting clothes. He's trying to put sushi in a pot. You guys, no, black people. I mean, we only kill animals if we fight them well but you know for a profit right
1: and a hall of fame ring i'm sure
0: oh don't even get me started on that one so if you're a friend of the libra lounge you know what time it is it's time for the gab
1: we know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty and that's probably true too let's gossip the gab with keisha
0: Alright, so if you're following the Libra Lounge with Keisha on social media, I announced yesterday that Real Housewife of Potomac star Robin Dixon and her ex-husband, Juan Dixon, recently got engaged. Talk about second time around.
1: You watched that show. Did you think they were going to get back together? I didn't think they were apart. I mean, they still live well, together. Well, they still live. Well, know. when
0: you when both parties are broke and have kids, you kind of have to live together. I mean, it just makes it easier for everybody. Why am I over here struggling trying to pay rent? You over there struggling? Let's just live together. You know how black people do. We will be married to somebody for 55 years without actually having married them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you'll be divorced from somebody for 35 years. Without, without actually
0: getting actually the divorce. Yes, that's just how we do. So anyway... Here's a backst- really quick backstory. Juan was a professional, uh, what was he, NBA player, so that you know what that means. His ass cheated until he got caught. He had women overseas, NCs, in-, in the same town as he and Robin where they lived, and then he got cut, then he got broke, they got a divorce, and, and here we are again. They are getting married. But there's also a rumor that Robin is pregnant. And there's been a couple of pictures that I've seen on social media that make me think, well, maybe he knocked her up. And you know what they say is a lot fucking cheaper to keep her. Three kids, that's a lot of child support money. Yeah, it is. I'm not dating a person that has three kids because I'm selfish. I want for my man to spend all of his coins on me, not on his kids with another woman. Remember, James used to be married to another woman, y'all.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I can't forget it. No, 'cause that to. child
0: support, when it hit that direct deposit every month, they take that automatic withdrawal. Yes, that is a good fucking way to be reminded that you used to be with someone else and you had a
1: baby with them.
0: Would you do it all over again?
1: Not, no, no.
0: He only saying that, so I let him come home. Yeah, I don't know young. how to
1: answer that question in front of you.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. Do you think once a person gets a couple gets divorced, should they even think about coming back together again?
1: I think so. I mean, think about people who break up and then right. come back together and stay together forever. Maybe when they were younger, they were dumb. What have we said? You're not really ready for anything until you're 30.
0: Yeah, I, I so. yes, I... My advice, which we all know my advice is golden. So I'm going to give this free tidbit to you guys tonight. Did you see I did it in my British accent? I did. My British accent's getting a lot better. Yeah. Anywho, so do not buy a house, do not get married, do not have kids until you are at least 31. And I say 31 because everyone says, well, 30. No, you're still fucking up a little bit when you're 30. But 31, then it's time to do those things like that. See if producer James had waited in his thirties to get married, I would be his only wife. But no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm, what about number two, number three?
1: Oh my God, you're number two. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't know because let's say you and I had three kids and we got a divorce. I mean, I'm gonna hope that you take the kids with you. Number one. <laughs> so... I hate you, and I hate our kids that we had together. I, I don't know. Some. You, I think you're right. I think they were young, and when you're young and rich, that's a lot of that's mistakes. a lot of mistakes. I mean, they had a house in Potomac, which is one of the richest cities in. Wait, I don't know. I kind of made that up. Is it? A, yeah, it's rich, but is it one I of the no richest? Idea.
1: I don't. I don't think <laughs> it's the richest. Like, there's Beverly Hills. No, I think it's
0: actually richer than Beverly Hills. I made that up, but yeah. it sounds right. Potomac, Maryland. Isn't that about Martha's Vineyard? Is it the know. same state?
1: I have no idea. We
0: don't know what we're talking about. But anyway, You're talking they were rich. so
1: far out your ass right now.
0: I am. They were rich, but then they was black, young, and rich. That's a what? recipe for disaster. That's the worst. Mm-mm. And an NBA player. No. look, black people don't no need to be I'm rich sure. until they're like 70. Cause we don't know how to act. No, I mean, no, we we like, I was like, oh, I want a million dollars. Can you put like 50,000 as wallpaper? That's the kind of shit that black people do when we get a lot of money all of a sudden. We don't know how to act. What's it say, a nigga rich? That's, we don't know, Is in our blood, Is it our DNA. That's the kind of shit that we do. Like literally, I would go out there and say, I, I, I would only have Tim's on. I've never worn a pair of Tim's in my whole life, but if I get a lot of money, that's what I'm gonna do. What kind of car am I gonna drive if we get rich?
1: Uh, you're gonna drive a Land Rover attached to a Land Rover pulling a Bentley,
0: and they're gonna be pink. Yeah, that's the kind we do super shit with money. That's why black people. That's just why we stay broke.
1: That's like in Squidbillies. You're gonna have a truck boat truck. Ooh, those things are gross. Don't, ooh,
0: I can't. I was talking to someone the other day about them. The lady, the squid thing who's on the walker, she's disgusting. Like, she looks like an angry vagina. Like, she looks like an angry vagina with a yeast infection. That is what she looks like. Am I lying? It's even green. She looks like pus. Like vagina pus. That is what she is. Oh, but she wears glasses.
1: Grandma's purple.
0: It's a purple pus. Like, it doesn't matter. You cannot clean this up. That show is disgusting. We're not going to even talk about the lady who weighs like 700 pounds and she only wears a bra and panties. Pretty much. And then I'm worried about, I'm trying to get goddamn plastic surgeon and this bitch just sitting in her house and she's got her rolls all out and she's in her. And she has a man.
1: She has many men, she men have, on that show.
0: But you know what? Usually people, I have, I've studied this. People that are 600 pounds and up always have a mate. They mm-hmm. do.
1: Well, yeah, usually somebody who's trapped in the house with him.
0: Yes, but still an ape. Fair. Yeah, okay, all right, so moving right along. Now, this is something that I never thought that I would have to hear about or read. Can we even say that 50 Cent, I'm sorry, 50 Cent is a rapper anymore? He's really not.
1: When's his last album?
0: I don't know. I don't, let me see. Now he's kind of doing the acting thing. He's on that show Power. And you know what? He actually made the majority of his fortune from an energy drink, not even from hip-hop.
1: Which which one was that?
0: I don't remember the name no. of it. But remember, there was a commercial. Even Joan Rivers, may she rest in peace. She was on one of the commercials. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they went out of business or whatever. They probably changed the name or some shit like that. Anywho, so 50 Cent and his petty ass, which I love. He is petty as fuck on social media. He has a bone to pick with Oprah. Okay, you know, Oprah... Going against Oprah, I don't think I would go against Oprah.
1: I don't think going against Oprah Can ruin
0: your career and you can wind up floating in a river.
1: Going against her is like going against Eminem. You're gonna get the first jab in after that. Right. You're done. It's a flood of uppercuts. Yeah.
0: And then if you go here's the thing, if you go up against Eminem, that's just gonna be some funny shit that we all, you know, knew was gonna happen. But Oprah, you could ruin your career. (laughs) You know what I mean? Your your mate can leave you like you talk bad about Oprah. Like, you cannot
1: do that. Yeah, where's that guy that wrote that, uh, what, A Thousand Little Pieces? I don't I think don't he's even. I don't think he was allowed around paper anymore.
0: Look, remember that one time the whole country was mad at Oprah because of the beef or something like that? We all still eating beef. Yeah. See? Because you don't go against Oprah. But 50 Cent, I kind of have to agree with him on this one. So, Oprah has a new... Um, a documentary, is that what you would call it? It's not a documentary though.
1: It's like a, maybe like an investigative journalism. That's what it piece. is with producer James.
0: So that. every now and then he, he says something good, says something right, okay. So, and it's gonna be called hashtag me too. And it's gonna focus on all of these powerful men, sexually harassing, raping, and all these claims that young ladies have had like with Harvey Weinstein. Um, what's the little nerdy director? who they say he's been like, he married his adopted daughter. Oh, Woody Allen. Yes. Okay. So this show is only focusing on Michael Jackson. And who's the other one?
1: Oh, I don't know. R. Kelly. Oh, God. R. Kelly, yeah. yeah.
0: And his pissing on people's ass. Yeah, it's only going to focus on them. So Fetty's like, why are you only drawing attention to the black men with these allegations and not spotlighting the white men? And these allegations and you yeah. know what social media is agreeing with video on this one like why not do all of them or do one black one white
1: yeah it seems like a pretty well one R Kelly is an easy target because that's during this been so much about him
0: and then it's gonna be that black guy who's probably pissing on like a 18 year old girl that's a good way to spot out R. Kelly just in <laughs> case you don't know why he looks
1: but I mean and Michael Jackson was never convicted. I mean of course we no. people talked about it forever. But yeah, if you don't talk about Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein, if then what where's your content? What are you really addressing? And I, I know. And she has been really quiet on Harvey Weinstein she has. because they were friends.
0: Uh-huh. And she was also close to the Cosbys. And
1: yeah. She's been real quiet on them. I,
0: Oprah maybe just maybe sit this one out. Let me do it, cause people don't like me any fucking way. So just let me do it. Get your name out of it, so Fitty will leave you alone. And I, how? Oh my God! Can you imagine if Fifty Cent started a social media war with me? Like I would be ninety nine and still going back and forth with Fifty. We neither one of us would ever let it go, ever.
1: No, because y'all two don't block people.
0: Oh hell no! No no no! You've I don't been, say something and block.
1: Right. Yeah. No, no 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 no. You've been blocked by reality stars. and,
0: and Yeah. I don't understand why these people have blocked me when all I did was tell the fucking truth. That one girl does have a big ass head. Right, Candace? And her wig is too big. I don't want to say, but maybe it's because I call her fucking stupid. Maybe it's because I call her a goddamn crybaby. Maybe it's because I said, we don't want to hear any more about your white husband and his brown dick. Maybe it was one of those.
1: I think it might have been when you called her a monchichi.
0: Oh, yeah, they all her Munchie. She looks like a Munchie cheek. Again, only telling the truth. So I'm hoping that Oprah decides to sit down with Fitty and they kind of talk this out. And you know what? I have a feeling that if Fitty tried pretty hard, he could get in Oprah's panties. <laughs> right? I'm serious. I bet you he'll have Oprah requesting him to send her dip pics. I heard Fitty's pretty big yeah i mean and then sometimes when he wears like the gray warm pants
1: so what happened to Steadman? they ain't married how about they not married
0: because oprah's smart oh she don't want to share her fucking money that's how i would have been too but now i gotta share my everything my broke ass ass has with you thanks a lot james okay so when we get back oh before we go before we go because producer james is gonna kill me if i don't say it make sure you are following us on instagram and facebook Subscribe to our YouTube channel and also subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn app, and the Laughable app anywhere else.
1: Soon coming to iHeartRadio.
0: iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm.
1: And be a patron on Patreon.
0: Because you get, like, producers, James says, if you become a patron, you get, like, special shit.
1: It's become a patron. You don't become a patron. You become a patron.
0: <sighs> okay. Become a patron. There you go. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So, what are the packages to become a to become a patron?
1: So you've got the uh, basic five dollar package, uh-huh. which gets you five percent off at the boutique,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh in store or online, uh huh. Really? Yeah. Don't tell my friends $10 that shit for because 10%. you know them.
0: They always look for a discount.
1: Yeah. yeah. no yeah. Kidding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the uh, ten dollars a month for ten percent off. Okay. Uh, as well as Libra Lounge merchandise. Uh huh. And we go all the way up Libra to Libra Lounge
0: merchandise is our, like our Bitch Please t shirts, one that has our logo on it, and uh, what is the other one with the middle finger of Girl Power? Oh, girl something power. like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, and if you really want, you can go up to the $50, which gets you an hour a month with Keisha, talking to her directly getting life advice, talking, joking, whatever you want. And for it's, how much is it? That's 50 a month.
0: I really hate the producer James is sitting here telling y'all a lot because if you think I'm meeting any of y'all for just $50, you have another thing coming. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Taxes, plus tax.
1: Plus tax. Plus okay. tax for
0: that one, yes. Okay. Okay. All righty, when we get back, we have a really inspirational story that I cannot wait for you guys to hear. So stick with the Libra Lounge. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add Sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com.
1: With
0: with Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I just want to go ahead, before we forget, wish everyone happy holidays, like Producer James tried to say earlier, but it wasn't appropriate when he was trying to say it. So, Producer James, hello everyone. Happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays.
0: And uh, we're going to be on a short hiatus. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I think for the week of Christmas, we're going to take a week off.
0: And we And then take... come
1: back and hit it ultra right. hard.
0: He going to be up. <laughs> So we are adding another show and it's going to be called Petty Politics. It's going to be a podcast between myself and professor and city councilman Sean Skipworth. He's smart. And I guess it'll just be like him teaching political science to um, a group of third graders. That's about, yeah, yeah, I think that's about fair because that's about where my knowledge, my realm of knowledge with politics goes. So it's sure to be a hoot. So, um, Make sure to look out for when we're gonna air and debut all that good stuff because we don't know yet, do we?
1: It'll be in January for sure. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) like I said, we don't just anyway.
1: Stay tuned.
0: Is he single? White bucket—the little bucket where you pick out stuff that white people say and you just go with it.
1: Okay, here's one. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't give you a loan. Where's my TV? So why'd you take all the silverware any any more white things i can say got it all. keep going i think i'm good now that's
0: what i thought <laughs> all righty so we want to introduce and welcome jenna tubbs to the libra lounge studio hello that's all you gonna say how are She's you trying to act shy <laughs> <laughs> i am okay so why don't you tell our audience who you are and what career you have my name is jenna
2: tubbs and i am originally from indiana mm-hmm. um I moved down here 22 22 years ago to pursue my profession of athletic training. I work for a local hospital, and I'm contracted out to a high school here in town. Mm -hmm. And I've had that same job for 22
0: years. Has my child ever come down there faking like she has an injury, even though she don't play sports? No. Okay, thank God. Okay, great. All (laughs) right, so what is the best thing about your job? I
2: think the best thing about my job is... um, I was, born, I was raised around sports, so I love sports, but I was never really good at sports, and mm-hmm. I love helping people, so I like to still be around the athletic population. Um, I didn't think I ever wanted to work with high school kids. I thought I'd want to work at the college level, mm-hmm. but um, it's actually very rewarding, and, and you know, this week has been so fun because all these kids are coming back from college, mm-hmm. and they come in, and... Um, I actually got to work out with a couple of them, you know, because, uh, as we'll talk about later on, I was not very active for a long time, and now that I'm active, I was in the gym, and some of the, uh, one of my kids came in and was like, look at you, Miss Dobbs, and... Basically, you shot the shit out of her. Yeah, they did, yeah, <laughs> she kept grabbing my waist, like, oh my god, look at you, look at you, and... <laughs> And so it's cool to see all these kids come back and, um, and talk to us about college, you know, um, things that you never would imagine coming out of a a kid's mouth is, you know, college classes and, you know, attending class and, um, and so it's, it's, that's my favorite part is just working with kids and, um, and because of my transformation, I never realized I was a role model. I never thought of myself as a role model. Um, but now to see how my transformation has affected them and Mm -hmm. they talk to me a lot about um, nutrition and stuff that we had never talked about in the past. And so it's cool that they kind of equate me as an athlete now too. And and so that's, that's the great part is just really relating to the kids. And, and I don't have children of my own. People always ask me, do you have kids? And and like um, I say, I have about 5,000 Right. because Mm -hmm. not just the current athletes, but the former, my former athletes that I'm still, you know, like I said, I've been there 22 years. And um, I still am now friends with, with a lot of them. So,
0: so you said five thousand kids? I can make that five thousand and one. If my daughter keeps on with her shit, she's gonna send her right <laughs> to me <laughs> over there. She can bring the car with her, she can bring all of her bedroom all of her bedroom stuff, all of her clothes. You can have that extra one. Okay. Okay, so if you had to describe yourself using four words, how would you do that?
2: Okay, this was a hard one. I came up with three, and then I had okay. to like, I had to uh, phone a friend. I phoned uh, several oh, yeah. of my friends <laughs> and said, um, "I need four words to describe me." And and the a lot of them said authentic, mm-hmm. and I think because I just say what what the fuck's on my mind.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, I know I t- someone
2: like that too. You know, know yeah. Um, I've always been one an authentic person. Um, somebody else told me loyal because I'm I'm pretty loyal to my friends. You know, until you do me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outgoing me in a room of of 300 people and i'll walk away knowing probably 299 of them Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and um inspiring that's what um a couple of my other girlfriends had said you know um because of my journey and what i've been through that um that i'm inspiring they threw some other words out there that i like beautiful and caring and compassionate some of those things that i don't even sometimes see in myself Mm -hmm. still but uh, it was nice to ask um, my girlfriends to see what they had to say. Your friends
0: sound really nice. Can you possibly just ask them for a favor so they can call me and tell me I'm beautiful, loyal, inspiring, all those kind of things? Because my having, friends will not describe me that way.
2: I'll have them send you a text every couple <laughs> That'd be of hours.
0: That for myself The same. All right, so a few years ago, something happened that altered your life forever. Do you want to share that with our audience? Sure. Um, okay. and on, actually, on September 25th,
2: 2005, um, I was out. Hanging out with some people and um, at a bar, of course, getting Mm -hmm. drunk. And this guy invited me to go to the beach. Well, actually, he was going to drive me home in my own car. But he's (laughs) like, yeah, let's go to the beach. And and I'm a big beach person. I'm a Pisces. I love the water. And so I was like, sure. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we, of course, went and got another case of beer and went to the beach. And um, we both kind of blacked out. And uh, the next thing I do, I woke up and I was being held underwater and I was being raped. Oh, wow. Um, so he raped me, held me underwater and I learned from Oprah uh-huh. that if you fight back more than likely that you will not survive. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of laid there and took it until, you know, he was done and we got out and, um, and he played very much the Jekyll and Hyde. He was very caring, like, are you okay? What's going on? And when I would try to grab my keys, cause I was like, I'm going to drive home now. Right. He, you know, threw me on the ground. He, he kind of he kind of beat me up is like the best way to describe it. And, um, and so eventually I made it. Well, I, I, I again, played dumb. I played like, all right, let's go, let's get home. And um, I eventually made it home Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and um, I called a friend. I was, I told her what had happened. And the crazy thing is, is I, um, I didn't want to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I went ahead and went to the hospital to, to get a rape kit done. And the hospital didn't have them. I didn't know that not every hospital carries rape kits.
0: Yeah, that's something that I just assumed they all did have. Yeah. And so what do you do when you go to a hospital and they don't have that? They wanted me to go to another hospital. That's like you Yeah. traumatized enough. Yes. Yeah, right? And You know, and so, so what did you do? I
2: went home. You, you know, know, I was just, I was embarrassed. Um I blamed myself. I shouldn't have put myself in that situation. And, um And I was very uh i mean that really sent me on a downhill spiral mm-hmm. um you know i didn't ever want anybody to ever look at me the way that he looked at me and so um i continued to drink um i ate a lot i gained a lot of weight just cuz i didn't um coping mechanisms yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't want anybody to ever look at me the way he did and so um i kind of just kept partying I, par- I partied a lot and um drank a lot and anything
0: to forget what happened right right right
2: um we cover up those feelings like I covered up those feelings with with alcohol and um
0: and so I just didn't you know I didn't care anymore right so you didn't um you he never had to face any charges or anything Mm -mm. like that Mm -mm. so if someone is watching right now who god forbid if they're in that same situation what advice would you give them I, I wish I would
2: have gone to that other hospital I wish I would have had a rape kit done Because the, the thing that I look back on And think is What if he did it to somebody else Because mm-hmm. he got away with it with me mm-hmm. That's the only thing I regret It's hard You know Reach out to a friend That's what I did And she was very caring She came over to my house And picked me up and took me And she was willing to drive me To that other hospital But I was You know I was just like You know what I just want to go home I was right. just so embarrassed And ashamed And um, I felt it was my fault As right. most women do
0: Yeah, that's what we hear. You know, when you hear women share their stories of being raped, all of them like ninety-nine point nine percent say it was my fault. Just like what you said, I shouldn't have been going with someone at two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you can sit on someone's lap if you want to. That does not mean that that's if they make that decision to do something like that. You know, it doesn't matter what you did before. Right. You know, Um, and it's hard trying to explain that to. Mm young girls and you know how old were you when that happened see that happened in 2005 um so that was
2: 10 years ago uh, well 19 years ago no god 14 years ago she doesn't teach math I don't at teach math the high math. school uh, so I was like <laughs> I was 31
0: 31 so 30, we were talking about 31 mm-hmm. actually earlier today, and it's even with someone being 31 and those feelings that you have, I can't even imagine how it is for someone who's in their teens. Right. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, uh, and, and I can't
2: believe that every hospital doesn't have a rape kit. I Yeah, right. Me either. And, and the reason I, like a lot of people say, you talk about it so flippant, you talk about it like it's no big deal, and it was a very big deal for a very long time in my life. I played the victim, mm-hmm. you know, and I used that to make it okay that I drank and I I became the person I was. Mm-hmm. And now I say it because I'm not the victim anymore. He didn't win. Right. I'm a better person. Um, I don't want to say because of it because nobody's ever a better person, but I'm a different, I mean, I'm a different person. I'm a better version of myself because of
0: it. When we get back, we're going to talk some more with Jenna. And then you get to hear about her journey because it is quite a journey. And I, like I said before, I'm very excited to share this all with you guys. So we'll be right back with the Libra Launch Keisha. 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 Welcome back to the Libra Launch with Keisha. We have in the studio with us Jenna Tubbs, who is sharing her inspirational story with us tonight. So before we went to the break, you told us that you were raped um and then because of that rate things started spiraling out of control at what point did you say that's uh, I, i've got to do something what was your rock bottom so my rock bottom
2: happened to be um the back of a truck mm-hmm. um i had been drinking all day with um a couple of my friends and you know um i had a tendency when i drank to get in my car and, and drive places because you know um that's just what I did. Mm-hmm. And I was driving home from being out with some friends and I ran into the back of a truck. And, um, I realized that, um, that wouldn't have been my first DWI. Right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, uh, some things happened and, and I call them at the time I didn't believe in God, but it was 100% God. You know, like we have these, these coincidences where I say God nudges like that first DWI, mm-hmm. like God was saying, Hey, Jenna. Maybe you need to take a look at yourself. And I blew him off. And then it was like, um, another DWI. Hey, girl. Hello. I'm knocking on the door. Bitch, do you see me giving you all these signs? What what else? Yeah. Because I think sometimes I'm like, okay, what else do I have to do? So you hit a truck. And so I hit the back of a truck. And so it was like God saying,
0: hello. Yeah.
2: And um, so I finally had to take a look at myself and and see that, that my drinking was out of control. And so with the help of a 12-step program and uh, some amazing friends and family, I was able to um, get myself into, re- into recovery. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's been a long journey because I actually replaced the alcohol with, with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Ice cream mm-hmm. is my favorite. And um, I would just eat and eat. And so instead of drinking, I, I ate ice cream and, and I
0: tacos. Mexican food mm-hmm. and, yeah, yes,
2: <laughs> and so and so um, I ended up gaining a lot of weight I think at my heaviest I was 225 pounds and, um, and how tall are you five six
0: and mm-hmm. a quarter and a qu- can't forget the quarter important. it and is I'll... important <laughs> so so it's clear to me that some of us do have addictive personalities mm-hmm. and you have one yep. I have one producer James has one and they're all different right um how wh- which one was harder the food or the alcohol um
2: I think the food, because food is something that we you live with every it. day. Yeah. Right. You have to have it. And it's a necessity of life, whereas alcohol or drugs, you don't necessarily need those things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, plus, you know, alcohol can be illegal. Well, drinking and driving is illegal. Right. Mm-hmm. Drugs, illegal. Right. Food, you have to have it to survive. And yeah. so, um, the biggest thing is food, because... You know, all the bad food is so readily available. Fast food is right. so easy. All the processed food is so easy. So I think that was the hardest: is trying to adjust to um, eating healthy.
0: Now let me ask you: um, You know, you replaced alcohol with food, and you told us about your rock bottom with the alcohol. What was your rock bottom with the food? So, um,
2: we have a photographer that comes out to football practice and takes our picture, puts it on Facebook and she innocently put a picture of me on Facebook and I was going through the pictures and I was like, who's that? Mm-hmm. And somebody said, uh, that's you.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was
2: just a picture that
0: you recognize. Yourself. I did not
2: recognize myself at all. And, uh, and so I was kind of like, all right, I need to do something about this. And I actually had, um, done all the steps to have weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people knew that about me is I, um I mean, I met with a psychiatrist, the psychologist, the nutritionist, the doctor, um, three months of, of meal, or you had to do a nutrition diet. I did all of it, everything down to, I had my surgery date set mm-hmm. and they sent it off to the insurance and they had, they denied me. I didn't have enough. I didn't have bad enough comorbidities. Like my sleep apnea wasn't bad enough. My, mm-hmm. I wasn't pre-diabetic. I wasn't hypertensive. Um so my insurance denied me and the, the doctor's done everything. Yeah. Aww. And the and the doctor's office was like, Oh, we can appeal, we can appeal. We always win the appeals and I just something inside of me said, you know what, that's God's way of telling you not to do it.
0: Ooh, 'cause cause that's an, it's not an easy way out, but, but. it moves. It's quicker than dieting and then exercising. Mm-hmm. So you got denied. And then what was the next step to get you into what we see here today? And the pictures that I've seen on Facebook in your fitness bikini outfit. So I just
2: decided to, I actually called one of my friends. She's a runner. And, um, I oh, said, God. I, I said, Hey, do you think I could run a half marathon? in April and this was in January and and
0: uh... whoa okay, wait. Have you ever run a marathon before?
2: No. Half marathon.
0: Half marathon? No. Anything with the with marathon attached onto nope. it? It could have been a block marathon. <laughs> um You you're I not drink a marathon. <laughs> that one I can. Yeah, that one. You decide I'm going to run a half marathon. You are oh you're the heaviest that you've ever been. Mm-hmm. You're not a runner. Mm-mm. Do you speed walk? No. Did you jog?
2: No. I did nothing at the time. Nothing. But in
0: your head, you said, I'm going to do this by April of the same year. Uh I would have been like, April, like five years from now, we need to start training (laughs) right now. Okay. What did your friend say when you told her that?
2: Oh, she said, yeah, I think it's possible. I totally believe it's possible.
0: That's a good friend, right? Yeah, there. she is a good friend. my friends would have been like, bitch, you know goddamn well, <laughs> ain't neither one of us about to run nothing. Okay.
2: Well, I was pretty athletic growing up. I played rugby. Um, I was a diver. I was a cheerleader. Like, I was active right. growing up. But mm-hmm. it was just that the food addiction got me to where I was. So she, I think she knew deep down that, I could do it. And right. So she was the one that really encouraged me. And she actually ran the half marathon. I wouldn't say she ran it with me because I think she finished two hours before I did. <laughs> Damn. That would have
0: been me. But I'm like, um, don't make a scene, but I'm going to need y'all to go back here to get me. And y'all snatch one of the ribbons from somebody else and just let me take a picture so I can show my mom I had a medal and just give it right on back. Okay. Yeah.
2: You so, guys,
0: y'all make a pact. Y'all are going to do this. So what was the first day of training like?
2: So... Um. Well, first you had to tell me where to buy a pair of shoes because you don't just go out. And, so, that's the problem the with a lot shoes. of people is
0: is people are like, oh, I
2: got these new pair of Nikes. Nikes. And I was like, oh, shin splints waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So, I got a, a pair of running shoes. Wait a
0: minute. Nike, if y'all watching and y'all want to sponsor the Lever Lunch Keisha... I didn't say that about Nike because I think all of Nike shoes are great and wonderful. Oh, they're pretty? They're and they're real cute. I even have a pair that has my name on it says Princess Keisha. Yes. Yeah. I have about 30 pairs. I just don't ever run in them. Okay. So, like a person like me, I don't know that there's a difference between any tennis shoes. So, why don't you just school us real quick on what the difference is? So,
2: um, I go to On The Run. It's a running store in, in Clear Lake. They actually measure Can't your you have feet. have
0: a goddamn running store in Clear Lake? Yes, On The Run. That many people in Clear Lake are running? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> so they measure
2: your feet. They watch you walk. And you pretty much tell them how much you want to spend. And they'll go and pull out like five different pairs of shoes. And the thing is, though, they're not pretty. Mm-hmm. You, you just get them. They, they let you try them on. They let you go outside and run around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find a... a a shoe that fits your your feet and so um all
0: of that to run
2: yeah well because you know you get well like i had bought a pair and thank god they have a 30, 30 day exchange program so mm-hmm. i bought a pair and i ran went out and ran in them and i got shin splints so uh-huh. i took them back and they exchanged them and gave me a different pair of shoes and i put them on the next day and i was fine
0: wow yeah i had no idea yeah so
2: because your feet you know you pronate you supinate you have flat feet you have ar- high arches there's different you know we all have different feet right and so they fit them to fit your foot and um so okay. i went and bought a- so you got your shoes and then i was like all right i'm I gonna like i've done enough for like two months <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's my a training. lot of pressure right there right okay so you got your
2: shoes uh, and, and then, so you're ready to go well so I, I was like all right i'm gonna start and i literally started out jogging for 30 seconds walking for 30 seconds jogging for 30 seconds walking for 30 seconds for 20 minutes
0: jenna i'm tired just from hearing you say (laughs) not the walking for 30 seconds but it was that running for 30 seconds (laughs) i'm just like oh my god okay so most people you know they give themselves very high expectations and that's when they fail Mm -hmm. so you were very honest with yourself on what you could do okay take us from there to your first half marathon that so, your friend finished two hours before you. So, it just basically,
2: it was a built... Because people say that all the time. I can't run a half marathon. I go, do you think I started out the first day running 13 miles? No. And I explained to them that the, the 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off for 20 minutes. And I did that every day for maybe two weeks. And then it was, all right, 45 seconds on, 45 seconds off, 45 seconds on for 20 minutes. Then it was a minute, mm-hmm. you know. And I eventually worked up to where I was running a mile. Mm-hmm. And then it was... Okay, two miles, and then I was able to start, I think the, the half marathon program I did was a 12-week a program, so mm-hmm. then once I hit that 12 weeks before, I was off to the races, per se, and you don't run every day. It's like... Um, oh, thank God. Just in <laughs>
0: case I thought I might want to <laughs> do it. Woo, you got my attention when you say you don't have to run every day. <laughs> I was pretty somber over here. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, uh-huh. but yeah, I like that, not every day. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: like a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, long run Saturday. Now, I'm training for a 15K right now. What's Which is 9.3 miles.
0: Oh, Lord. You going to run it?
2: Yeah, I just did eight miles on Friday for a training run.
0: Ooh, that's, that's really impressive. So I, I won my mouth eight miles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, right now, I, I, tr- I run uh, Tuesday, Thursday long runs on Saturdays. So, this Saturday, I'm supposed to do seven miles.
0: Um, She said that like it was nothing, (laughs) nothing nothing. at all,
2: nothing at all. Okay, yeah. So I, so then I went and I, I did the half marathon. I was miserable though. I wasn't real good, but I finished. Okay,
0: that makes me feel better. (laughs) You're miserable. I can relate. Okay. Yes. So you do your half marathon, but then something kind of switched. What happened? Well, it was funny because you know I was, I love Facebook and I love to put my selfies
2: on there and I would, I would just show my running and and so like I would put pictures of myself. And after about, I don't know, maybe three months, somebody had said, Hey, will you do a, a side-by-side because you've lost some weight? And you know, we don't, we never see it in ourselves. Right. It's always somebody
0: else that takes notice. And so I did a side-by-side and I was like, I lost some weight. So let me just ask you a quick question. You said that you were documenting on Facebook, you're running, mm-hmm. you were posting pictures mm-hmm. of you running, you're after you do know that the people scrolling through, we talk about people like y'all. We like the pic, and we say, way to go. And then we're like, that bitch is crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. Why does she have to show off every day? We get it. You're on <laughs> no, well, it. No, I just was, do that.
2: You know, it's because other people held me accountable. And that uh-huh. was kind of, that was the thing is, is that's was important to me is to see that other people were watching me. Right. Because I never, when I first started, I didn't think anybody was watching. I just did it because I was like, this is what I did today. This this has become my life. Right. Um, when I stopped drinking, my social life went, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and so that's how I just documented that I was still alive, I think. Right. I'm still here, (laughs) still still running and
0: all that good stuff. Okay. So we go from you running to a fitness competition what 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 running wasn't good enough for you you really got to show all of us up and you know yeah what happened so i did uh between
2: that first half marathon i did then i did the bridge series have you ever heard of that let me let me blow your mind what what a bridge three let me blow your mind right here all right okay so it's the bridge series you run a, a 10k which is 6.2 miles mm-hmm.
0: over the Kima Bridge. Girl, no. Oh, no. That is dangerous in <laughs> did, so many ways. Number one, times. you're running. <laughs> yeah. The second one, the drivers in Kima. They block off the road. Why? Oh, my. okay. So we
2: did it four times. You do, went over the bridge four times. Yeah, so up and over, up and over, up and over, up and over, yeah. So you mean,
0: like, you would run over it, and then they would get a golf cart, take you the no. other way, and then you would run back?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time. You The Kima Bridge. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people that run the Kima Bridge, yeah. Oh. I only did it once, and they were like, can't wait till next year. I was like, <laughs> fuck y'all. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I was like,
0: no, I'm done. Bucket list. Mark off yet. the bucket list. Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: So the bridge series is three bridges. So we did the 10K over the Kima Bridge, 10K over the Galveston Causeway. And then a half marathon over the Fred Hartman Bridge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you got a medal each time, and then after you finish the half marathon, you got a, another big medal. Oh, I was good. about the bling. That's really why I started running. Let me. I'll be 100% <laughs> honest. It was like, oh, I get a shiny medal? <laughs> okay. The I'm first not... half marathon, I got a tiara and a boa and a tutu when I crossed the finish line. Why
0: didn't you start the damn story off like that? That way, I would have been interested the whole time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Run like a diva. That's the one I did. And okay. So, I'm all about the tiaras too. Pink's my favorite color, also. Okay, you kind of look kind of you weird know, in mm-hmm. too. uh yeah, right. So I did that. So then I did the bridge series, uh-huh. and I had at that time I think I'd lost about fifty pounds, and so um, I really just wanted to stay, stay. I don't. Um, you did not wanna didn't,
0: go I, back. Yeah, I didn't wanna yeah. go back,
2: and because I had done that a couple of years before where I'd lost some weight and I and I stopped running because it was miserable. Because I know, I mean, running sucks. Mm-hmm. Um But I saw that that I was losing weight, and I did the um, so. In 2018, I did the the Woodlands. Oh, let me tell you this funny story. Mm-hmm. So that is it friend, about running. Yeah, but oh, okay. So <laughs> my friend that got me running, mm-hmm. she's like, "Hey, let's sign up for this. Uh, let's put our names in the hat for the Houston or for the the Woodlands Marathon. Mm-hmm. The hospital I work for, they give." Free um, entry entries because oh, really? they're like a hundred. It's a hundred dollars to run some of these marathons.
0: Wait a minute! You have to pay hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. for running yeah. and risking your own life mm-hmm. to finish, and you.
2: Yeah. Did so not know she, you had one. so she talked me and another friend, and hey, let's put our names in the hat to see if, and we'll all run this together. Mm-hmm. And so my other, my friend Dana and I were like, okay, so we all three put our names in, and guess whose names got picked? Yours, mine, and Dana's, and not the girl that wanted to run. It. <laughs> So we cussed her the whole way. I would have met, you know, I know you really want this. Go ahead. So I was running that one and I was, I had been working out, uh, at my gym. So I had kind of looked at myself in the mirror before that. So, I mean, I'd been working out at my gym for about an, about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my former students actually posted a picture of herself in a bikini. I was like, Hey, I want your body mm-hmm. without the bikini. Mm-hmm. Those were my exact words without the bikini. So she got me hooked up at the gym that I go to, which is as Dion Superfit. Go ahead and give him a shout yeah. out Dion bell. He's my, he's my coach. Um, <laughs> Don't call me Dion. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do drop my name, I get $25 off.
0: Okay. Um, but so definitely remember that.
2: so she had, had recommended him to me. And so I just, I'd go, been going to the gym with him like twice a week, three times a week, just to tone up because mm. my, you know, I had some flab. And so when I was running that half marathon, cussing the whole way, like I never want to do this again, but, um, I knew that if I didn't set a goal, then I was going to gain weight, gain Mm -hmm, my weight back. mm -hmm. And the girls at the gym, um, had kind of been talking to me like, Hey, you should do a show. You should do a show. And I'm like, not ever getting in a bikini, not Mm -hmm. ever getting in a bikini. I'm not ever stepping on stage. Don't ever say never. I've learned to never say never. Yeah. And so, um, I have some, they say, you have great legs, you have great legs. Mm -hmm. I've seen your legs, they are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they're like, you should do a show. So this whole time, I mean, I had 13.1 miles to bitch and moan and and think about my next step. And I made the call actually that afternoon. I said, Dion, I want to meet tomorrow. He does free consults. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I want to sit and talk to you tomorrow. And I said, I think I want to do a show. And I think I had to pick him up off the ground. Because you told him. Because I told him him I want to do a show. And he really wanted me to wait. So this was in March. And he's like, all right, let's train for October. And I'm like, nope. I want to do July, and that's kind of yeah, yeah. It he he was like that. We needed to start last week. I'm
0: like, then let's go. How many days a week? Because uh, we're gonna show some before and after photos of you, and that wasn't a very long stretch of time. So nope. how often? How strict did you have to be? So I, he was like, you have to work out six days a
2: week. I need. Oh at my least, God,
0: no. At least
2: five or six days a week. Yeah, yeah. And I was at the time. He would only he only made me run I, I stopped breathing. Yeah. <laughs> he only made me run twice a week. For he two only. Miles, so yeah. Oh bro, you just wait till you hear what else he made he me do. He only made you run twice a week? Yeah. So it was only twice a week for for 2 miles and then I was going to the gym for an hour a day, 5 or 6 days a week.
0: Okay. Um were you getting a prize every time you went? To the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Where they heading out. <laughs> yes. Can I get something here? All <laughs> right. Wish. Six days. That is like very disciplined. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not disciplined at all. That's my problem.
2: Well, you know, um, so I go on this retreat, this retreat to, uh, New Braunfels every year. And at the time I had been really struggling with my, with my God. Um, I got sober and I found God all in the same day. I say, mm-hmm. I don't know which one saved my life, but I do them both. I mm-hmm. would really been struggling. One of my, one of my really good friends had died and I kind of, I kind of lost a little bit of faith. Mm-hmm. And so I go to this, this retreat and we had this meeting where we left what we called river trash. So you left something in the river that you want, that you just want to leave it there and come back. And I had said, I really want to build my relationship back with God. Mm-hmm. And when I run, I don't listen to music. People think I'm nuts for that, mm-hmm. and I say that's my time to pray and meditate, and I talk to God. I talk about what we're going to do for the day and, and what, what I'm worried about, what... and so um, at the time, I was only running twice a week, mm-hmm. and I get to the gym on Monday, and Dion's like, hey, I need to talk to you about your running. I made that face, <laughs> and he's like, I need you to run um, every day three miles, and if you don't come to the gym, you have to do five miles. And I was like, and you were paying him to tell truth you like that.
0: <laughs> and I was like,
2: all right, God, I hear you. You know, I mean, that was exactly what I'd asked for is a, a stronger relationship with God. And it just it just really strengthened my relationship with God because that was that's when I talked to him. And mm-hmm. so I was like, that was a God moment for me and him. And, you know, and that's when he looked at me and said, well, you know what, Jenna, we're going to inspire a lot of women. And, and that's what I had sat down when I sat down with him on March 3rd. I said, I'm not stepping on the stage to win medals. Like, that's all going to be fun and great but I want to glorify God and inspire women along the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's do it.
0: Yeah. With a rock hard ass. She did that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see the pictures. I mean, because when I saw that, I was just like, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know that we had that many muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this bitch got like
2: 5,000 muscles over here. And everybody said like, I never knew I had abs under there. You, you, like, you, you do. I know, and, and everybody's like, you must do like a million ab ab workouts, and I'm like, no. Wait, you don't? No, he makes me run sprints. Dion Bell makes me run oh, sprints. Oh my goodness
0: gracious. But I got abs. And I like, so... It does
2: look like you work out on <laughs> your abs a lot. Yeah, and so... That's what a lot of people, you know, the, they have that misconception that you have to do a, a gazillion abs to get them. No, we all have them. Mm-hmm. We just have to, you know. And get he rid made, of the fat that's over. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he made, I mean, he made me do abs, at, but not every day. But it was the sprints that really built my abs. And it was crazy, the core. And so, yeah, the workouts weren't fun sometimes.
0: When you told your family and friends that you were going to do this fitness competition, what did they say? What was their reaction?
2: So I didn't tell anybody at first. And that was another thing that Dion had said. Like, you know, this is a lot. This is going to be a lot for you to compete in July. Mm -hmm. You know, you're really going to have to buckle down. We're really going to have to work hard. And when you start telling your friends, you know, you have to do the work. Because if you go, Mm. if you get to that point where you don't step on stage, now you have to explain why Mm -hmm. you're not stepping on stage. Yeah. And so um, they all
0: think I thought I was nuts. Well, you you've done this big transformation. Now you're going to rock a bikini on stage yeah. in front of people and lots of cameras. I know I had to, like, I didn't, I don't think I had to ask permission,
2: but I, I um, went and asked my football coach. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, look, I don't want to go up on that stage oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. embarrass. I didn't, I didn't want to embarrass the hospital I work for. I didn't want to embarrass the the high school I work at. Mm-hmm. Um And you know, cause like, then I'll find out and then I'll talk about you. on the Yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't definitely didn't want that, <laughs> but you know, he, he was like, it's going to be awesome. Like those kids are going to be so proud of you. And, and I never looked at it like that. Right. And, um, and that's when I was like, Oh God, if I don't step on stage, then I have to explain it to, now I got to explain it All to the these kids. kids. And, yeah. And so it was, you know, I, I had left in May cause you know, the summertime, I don't right. see those kids. And, and I'm like, I remember the first kid I saw um, my DJ, DJ Warnell, I'll give him a shout out. I don't know if he'll listen to the show or not, but um, he should be. He should be. Or his mom and them should be at least. He's signing a national letter of intent tomorrow to UCLA. Wow. I know, right? But nice. He, he was he had walked in and he looked at me and he's like, and you know kids don't ever want to say anything about your uh-huh. weight because they, they don't want to say like they've been trained
0: not yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but he's like, Miss Miss Tubbs, what have you been doing? Mm-hmm. And and so I was kind of explaining it to him and he's like, What do you eat? And my coworker's like, she doesn't eat pizza and popcorn in front of the TV. Like, she eats healthy because he. That was a lot of people's concern. It was my mom's concern. It was everybody's concern that I, I was losing all this weight, like, you're not eating. And I was mm-hmm. like, let me t- let me show you the chicken and You have tur- to eat in order mm-hmm.
0: to work out like that.
2: Yeah, somebody told me very early on when I would said I was doing a show, he goes, you will get to the point where you eat to fuel your body, not right. to taste. That was the best advice I'd ever gotten. Because it was, at the end, I, I couldn't eat any more turkey, right. ground turkey. I couldn't eat any more chicken. I couldn't eat, you know... But I knew I needed to to fuel my body because right. if not, I was gonna pass out on that stage. Right. And so um, that kid.
0: Oh Lord, producer James has something <laughs> to say. He can only go. <sighs> so go ahead, producer James.
2: So just to See put what it. What happens in- to men when yeah.
0: you don't pay like attention to them? That's
1: why I'm still single.
0: So, go ahead, producer James. Real actively listening.
1: Well, because I want to put it in perspective. How many years between the rape and the fitness competition are we talking here? How, what? So when you say you're going to do a fitness competition, how old were you?
2: Oh, 45.
1: So that was just this year, right? So. Oh,
0: sh- that was all the, just this year. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I'm saying. We're 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 talking a 10-year, well, let's say a 15-year, a I guess, or a 14, 15-year
0: 2005 uh, progression.
1: Because yeah, mm-hmm. it was the
0: whole journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but the key is I wanted to make sure that people knew how old she was when she decided to go and get on stage. In a At 45. At
2: 45. And that's, you know, that's my thing, too, is I wanted to, because people always say, it, it's, I'm too old. It's too mm-hmm. late. And I'm like, I'm 45. And the best compliment is people say, oh, you look like you're in your 30s. And I'm like, I love
0: you. Girl, girl I look like that when I was in my 20s, when I was in my <laughs> teens or anything like that. So, all right. You know, you've signed up for this fitness contest. Mm-hmm. I know usually you have to travel. Take us through that day. Because it wasn't a smooth day. I remember you kind of telling me that. A couple of things happened. Oh, that was my last show. Oh, your last show. Okay. Yeah. so your my first, first show. My
2: first show was in Stafford. And and actually, there was a, a group of us, you know, at, at Dion Superfit. He had... um
0: Shout
2: out. Shout out. Nine of us that went and competed. Five of us actually came home with nine trophies. Mm-hmm. And so, there was a group of us that went. There's two girls um that... <laughs> Kim, actually, Kim Potter, she's a, a Dickinson, Dickinsonian, is that what you call them? That's what we claim. Dickstonians, and, <laughs>
0: Wicked Stonians, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> and Ashley, like,
2: um, so we all stayed together at a hotel down in um, in Stafford with one of our – so Dion Bell and Jenny Rogers were our, our coaches, and so we all stayed together. But you have to go a day before because you have to um, do your hi- – so this is where the hike the five six and a quarter come in because it does
0: it matter because yeah. the, the,
2: they, they make they put you into two divisions and Ooh. so that put me in the in the higher division the higher height division Ooh. and um, so we had to do the height then we had to check in and then we had to do a spray tan okay wait let me mm. stop because I
0: have to ask you about this <laughs> oh, I, yeah. so did you go in there and say make me as dark as possible but not black <laughs> Is that the color you got? So
2: the first, so this is what they didn't tell me is, Hey, you need to even out your tan because my ass has not seen the light of day. Like it is white. (gasps) So I, they had to extra tan me because my ass was (laughs) white. And so that's why I looked like I was black because they had to spray tan me so much. And you it look still, at Lisa,
0: you look mixed.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> it, looked, it still looked horrible. She was on
1: kind sp- of at uh, Rachel Dozal. Yeah, like. I still looked horrible <laughs> on stage. So I
2: like look at pictures because you know they take pictures of everything. They do yes. your, back, your back pose, your side pose, your front pose. I was like, oh,
0: I wish somebody would have told me like a month earlier. I'd have gone, about your booty. I'd have gone to the tanning bed. If you get nothing from this show at all just know if you're getting ready to compete in a fitness contest start tanning your ass a month and a half before yes (laughs) okay
2: got it yeah so i got a a layer that night and then i had to wake up the next day and i think i got three layers the next day because the tan was awful it was awful awful (laughs) jamion did his best i love him at world tanning like he did his best Mm -hmm. um but then, so we competed in that, that competition, I got fourth and fifth place, was, which was huge. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't, I didn't step on that stage to, to ever expect to win right um, anything. And so it was nice to walk away with, with some hardware and, and actually I competed the girl that, that was in the bikini that inspired me yeah. to step on stage. Her and I got to compete. We got to take the stage together. It was really cool thing. Not a lot of people understand that. Like a, right. I was I, like, this is when it's the student, student becomes the yeah. teacher. Yeah. Like, she she taught me you have to exfoliate, you have to get a Brazilian wax, you have to... Oh, you're going to have to come back for a whole other show and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was cool because she was there for all of us because it, it was a lot of our first show and so she literally became our teacher and that she taught us what we needed to do to get ready for the show and it was, she was like the cool calm head that, that whole day we were all like, oh, oh right. what is that? <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, you just kind of sit backstage and, and it, it was a long day. I mean, we started at, um, oh, you got to do hair and makeup right. and you got to get all that makeup, you know, so we were there a long time and we didn't leave until... I think about ten. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time we hadn't eaten. You know, except for oh, geez. somebody brought us uh, cupcakes, which was amazing. And then we were gonna go sit. You know, let's plan to go to a nice restaurant by 10, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, well, yeah, it's okay. Water Burger. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. So there's a, a a picture of all of us at Water Burger. You know, stuff in our face. And then we I think we all went home and threw up after that.
1: We hadn't <laughs> eaten wasn't used to yeah. it.
0: Are you gonna continue to compete?
2: Yeah. So. Two weeks later, well, we had gotten it, so we all went home and ate like basically like shit the rest of the weekend. And mm. we got a we got a phone call from our coach that a guy picked us, picked like saw our pictures on Instagram, and he he invited us. Hey, I want you to come out and and I want you to bring your girls to the show. And it was in two weeks, and mm. so I was like, Shh, I'm already like you're ready. I'm ready. Yeah, like, let's go. And so um, we went out and did his show. It's called uh, Make a Vet Sweat, and all the proceeds go to um, veterans and who suffer from post traumatic. PTSD, mm-hmm. so he's invited us back to a show in April. So I definitely want, or August. I definitely want to do his show again in August because it was just a great, um, it's a great uh, foundation that right. he he works right. for. So, and um, we did that, and then so the show you were talking about was mm-hmm. um, with the purple bikini. With um, that I had the problem with is. So they were going to do this transformation competition. Mm -hmm. That's the one that, um, that's what I wanted to compete in. I wanted to show people that you can go from 225 pounds to this. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, this competition in in Galveston, it's in October. And so I signed up for it. I didn't want to prep during football season because it's hard. You know, you're depleting your body. Like two days before the show, I could only drink 16 ounces of water. Like literally Mm -hmm. just a bottle of water. That's all I could have the whole day. Yeah. So it's really hard, and um, but I really wanted this transformation. Right. You know, I'd, I'd lost 90 pounds. I wanted to show women that you can do it. And so I went ahead and, and signed up for the figure competition, which is the other com- competition too. And so I go down there, and I'm the only one from my gym competing. So I'm down by myself, mm-hmm. sitting in my hotel room, and all of a sudden I look down, and I have a PayPal refund, and it was from this competition. And I was like, what is this about? And they were like, oh, we, we – stop we canceled the transformation competition wow and um and that's when i lost it like because that's what i had been training for that's what i wanted to do and i wanted to leave i called my coach crying um i want to leave i don't want to be here and and he let me cry and then he's like all right i'll see
0: you in the morning (laughs) i hate him sometimes i bet you do i hate him and (laughs) i don't even know (laughs) (laughs) so you go ahead and compete Mm -hmm. and what, since they took away that one uh, division, what division did you compete in? So I competed in the figure division. Okay. Um, and I did, like,
2: open, novice, and um, masters. Mm-hmm. And so I finished second in um, one of them. I don't remember.
0: That's pretty good. No.
2: Yeah. That's damn good. Yeah. So it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was I had some friends that had come down. And, and actually, there was a girl that used to work out at my gym. She had moved away, but she came back to compete. And I. I had talked to her when I found out my competition had been canceled. And I said, I just want to go home. And she said, you can't. Right. I've shown all of my friends your before and after picture. Because all of them say, I can't have mm-hmm. a body like yours. I can't do that. And she said, I show them your pictures because you transform from that to that. She goes, I don't even think they're coming to see me. They're right. coming to see you. Right, right. And that's exactly what I needed to hear. And that's, you know, that's when I was like, all right, I, I, I'm here. Might right. As well do let's it. do this shit. Yeah, let's do this shit.
0: If you can give... Any advice for anyone who's looking to make a lifestyle change or overcome something traumatic? What advice would you give them?
2: Just do it. Like Nike says, just do, do it. it. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, I, I don't say I never anymore because I said I would never online date. I would never take the stage. I would, I'll never lose weight. Um, it's just that it just starts with one step. They always say, uh-huh. how do you eat an elephant? one bite on at a time. time yeah you know but
0: I, we would never eat an elephant no i do not know need peter leaving me no messages no. nothing like that it was just just a metaphor. Yes, a metaphor yes yes now producer james would eat an elephant tell the truth
1: how do you know i haven't you what yeah
0: okay so just do it just, yeah i mean it just i say just it
2: starts with one step actually right. that's my next tattoo i'm gonna get it, one all, step be, at a time? it all begins with one step yeah um because that's what it was it was one step 30 seconds on 30 seconds off, you know, one weight, just one decision, one coach that really believed in me. You know, right. that's the thing is and and my friends believed in me, you know, I, I'd gotten to a point, um, you know, again, I'm a big Facebook person. It was a month before my last competition. I wanted to quit. Right. Um, and I put it on Facebook. I was like, look, I need, I need y'all's motivation. Mm-hmm. Send me a meme, send me a joke, send me something. And, uh, somebody said, okay, I'm, po- I'm, comment number 420 if you can't find inspiration in this shit then you're dead you know i ended up having like 500 comments on that facebook page and that's when i realized that oh shit i am inspiring people right and they you know a lot of them said what would you tell your kid what would you tell your high school kid that wanted to quit like that's when i was like oh i have a lot of little eyes on me you know i can i can admit my faults to my friends and family but to admit that to my students who I try to preach never quit um and again it was it was dj that he could see it and and he would come and check in on me and it's cool to see these kids that just they care I don't I don't ever think I make an impact on their lives but that's that's when Mm -hmm. I yeah when I realized that I do and I was like I couldn't let them down right and so that was the That was now they're all like, you know, it was funny because they'd be like, Ms. Tubbs, what are you eating today? And I'm like, still ground turkey, (laughs) you know, like, uh, but even now, like when I go and work out, because I work out now at the high school with uh, Marvin Welch I'll give a shout out to Marvin Welch um, all these
0: people that she keeps giving shout out y'all need to give me some kind of you know something inspiration. Yes. <laughs> or a discount I don't know something <laughs> like that and so you're working out at the high school now mm-hmm.
2: yeah and, and like the kids will be like miss subs what are you working today and I'm like oh I and I'll pull out my workout and they're like uh-huh
1: yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so, this is what I do <laughs> yeah
2: like so I'm trying to bulk I'm like my next show I'm thinking is going to be in July mm-hmm. um so I'm trying to get bigger mm-hmm. um
0: so well you have quite a story and i'm so glad that you took time out of your schedule to speak to the libra launch audience and do you want them to follow you on social media or anything like that because she's going to come back because we got to talk about the online dating Uh, on another show um
2: they can follow me on instagram i um i don't know what my instagram name is tubs tubs jenna i think
0: tubs jenna uh, we will make sure when we post a video to give the actor the for sure right one um, to her Instagram uh, yeah. Instagram page. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you all about our new segment. So stay tuned. All righty, so. Since we started the Libra Lounge with we've always had Bitch Please, and every now and then we'll throw in another segment, but because of um, the Facebook and Instagram following we have, a lot of you guys like my dog, Sushi, and we have shared lots of videos of him. A lot of them have been of him having fights or, or arguments with Producer James or with my daughter Skylar. Uh, the last video that you're going to see here in a second it took place on Thanksgiving night. I'm in my bed, and half damn in a food coma, and then I've got my dogs and my kid acting stupid. But you guys seem to think that shit is funny. Because of that, we're adding a new segment, and it is called Cute Shit That Our Pets Do. Is that right? Because y'all yes. just named it. Is that yes. right? Okay. <laughs> Cute Shit That Our Pets Do. Uh, you're also going to see a picture of sushi. Cock-blocking, like literally cock-blocking Producer James. He's sitting on his dick, okay? He doesn't want that dick anywhere near mommy. (laughs) He doesn't want the dick to look at me. He doesn't want the dick to smell me. When he sleeps in a bed with us, what does he do, Producer James?
1: He puts his entire body right next to me and inches me out of the bed.
0: Every single night for 10 whole years. And that's after he bites him when he's getting into the bed. More of the story is the damn doll doesn't want me dating a white man. I think that's what it is. I, you know, Sushi's like Drake. He's half white, half black. That's our mixed race child. But he more so identifies with the black side. And producer James doesn't get it at all. So we want you guys to send us videos or post about the things that your pet does. Like I think someone had a German shepherd chase a bird into a tree and they had to call the fire department to get his ass. Out of the tree. That's the kind of shit that happens at my house all the time. So please, 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 you can DM us on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can send us an email with your story to LibraLoungeRadio at gmail.com. Producer James, anything else you want to say? Nope one more thing oreo special treats please go right now to facebook and like their pages i think i told you guys about them a few weeks ago sushi my 10 year old toy poodle you guys love him because he's petty just like me he i didn't know that he was having any kind of pain but we saw some of these treats for uh what is it anti-inflammatory did i actually say all of that right on the first try you did I'm really starting to act white, aren't I?
1: You're starting to be a, a professional broadcaster. Oh, whatever,
0: you. So I got these trees, and let me tell you, within three days, everyone in the house noticed a difference in Sushi. He was running up and down the stairs. He really was attacking Producer James's ass. Then he's like, "I got pep in my myself. You really got bit, then didn't you?" Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And um, he was running outside playing. I never knew that he was in any pain or discomfort until we saw the difference in him after trying these snacks. Every night, 9 o'clock on the dot, he's taking me to the kitchen so he can get his treats and his broth, which I mix in with his dog food. It really, really, really has changed. I feel so bad. I mean, I actually teared up because I... I didn't know that he was in pain. And it's made a huge difference. I'm so forever thankful for Oreo special treats. Please, please, please go to their Facebook page, like it. If you have any questions, you can email Christina Waltman. That's W-O-L-T-M-A-N at gmail.com. Or she's break. She put her whole damn phone number on Facebook. Okay. So anywho, you can call her at 832-455-1388. They just made a delivery to me today with sushi's new batch of treats and broth. Anything you wanna say? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Remember, if you wanna take a white man with a job to your family Christmas dinner, twenty um, 99 Don't get upset, I'm gonna share the money with you.
1: I'm just wondering, are we gonna do the dog thing?
0: Oh, what was the dog thing? Did you show we the video? We had picture
1: and video, we had all this stuff.
0: Oh, well go ahead and do it, Producer James. Okay. You're supposed to keep me on track, I'm merely the talent.
1: I know. Okay, okay. go ahead. So, let's do this, let's try and do it professional. Oh. Go ahead and say, and now it's time for.
0: And now it's time for. Cute shit. Cute shit that our pets do. One, two, three.
1: Why are you doing finger gang signs? What? No, I'm trying to give you a count to pause. Oh my God. Wait a goddamn video. Meow, 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 meow,
0: Say wolf again! Say wolf again! <laughs> oh, there it is. Just look at this. Foolish. So, we can
1: narrate this.
0: Okay, so this is Thanksgiving evening. This trick, obviously, all her friends are out of town. She's bored in my room doing what is that Rhythm Nation Janet Jackson dances. Oh, so you got is. sushi oh, who's pissed off because Marvel's no. in the bed, but then he hates Skylar. So you see him kind of going back and forth back and forth. I keep trying kidding? to tell them that black on black violence. It's just it's not the way to be especially when it's light skinned. This is how light skinned black folks fight. Now you see Marvel he's goofy he, and then there's a the crash. Guess who the crash was on? What's me. So that's the kind of shit that they do in my house. Now, we want to know what's special about your dogs, your cats, hamsters. Don't send me no shit with no rats. Speaking of rats, look at my baby. <laughs> he's, a, he's a star. Send us um, whatever the video. You can send us a picture, tell us your story. Or if you want to come in and send in on the segment, bring your dog, cat, do not bring rats, possums, nothing that looks like a rat to my studio. Just send us an email to LibraNutsRadio at gmail.com. Happy holidays, and we will see you guys in the new year. Bye.
2: It's the Nibu Lounge. The Nibu Lounge. Ooh.